Friday, January 21st, 2022. Coming up on the program today, Mead might be turning into a scat freak. Plus, horny guys will even put up with light cannibalism during phone sex. The newest trend in fake disorders is becoming physically crippled, and a dead man in a coffin scored a goal. Distorted View Daily proudly presents That Time I Was On an Episode of Intervention. We put up with the whole situation with Tim, the crack usage, to basically preserve his life. Uh, so yes, I'm uh, all, what do I have here? I have Zycam, emergency, uh, some regular cold medicine, and then I am also on uh, chloroseptic for my sore throat. Tim's been paid a lot of money to do what Tim does. And the level of professionalism just isn't there. Let's get into the uh, shit right now. Fuck. (laughs) The news is what we're trying to get into right now. (laughs) I'm a fucktard. We're at a very critical juncture um, with Tim because of the escalation of the usage. I can quit anytime I want. He's going through three, four hundred dollars a day, a thousand dollars in like three days. Here's my Ray Romano. I love the smell of like rubbing alcohol, right? Uh, or VCR, head cleaner, or even gasoline. Not so much gasoline, but gasoline is pretty good. Somebody is with Tim at all times. We're trying to watch him constantly around the clock, one of us, so that he doesn't get into drugs or anything. I'm into um, peyote, you know, weed, acid, cocaine, opium, shit like that. Tim's childhood was a very different childhood. His parents were gone in the evenings. They were gone from 8 until 4 in the morning. That's when they worked. We have to have bottom lines for him. The bottom line will be what you choose to do if he doesn't take this once-in-a-lifetime thing. This is is as far as we can go. So our our bottom line is either go today or we're totally disconnecting from Tim. Here's here's what here's what we're gonna do, Tim. Yeah. Everyone in this room really loves you. Nobody's mad. Nobody's angry. Everybody just needs to tell you how much they love you and how they feel. It's all so clear to me now, man. Tim, I get it. Tim? No, no, no. You don't understand. I get it now. No. It's like. You and me, everyone, we're all raisins. I'm not doing this anymore. On the oatmeal tree. No. And the earth is like one of the cookies. The tree is the universe and the cookie is the earth. And we're all the raisins in the cookie and 
God is looking down and he's licking his lips. He's gonna eat us, man. We gotta get the hell out of here. How do you build a spaceship? We gotta build one of these goddamn things and get the hell out of here and escape God. He's evil. All this time we thought he was on our side, but he is fucked up. The Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. How dare you? Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? The vagina is full of AIDS. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? Yes, Tim Hansen, back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a great program for you today. You know, it's uh, been a while since we've heard from Mead, although he's been very active on his favorite European heritage message board. By the way, uh, very little talk of European heritage goes on in that forum, I noticed. Case in point, yesterday, Mead started an entirely new thread to ask the question, do you think poop can be beautiful? So help me God if Mead turns out to be a scat freak. I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably just shut the podcast down. Where else can I take this thing? I will pack it up and leave on a high note. So here's what Mead is talking about here. Do you think poop can be beautiful? I try to see the beauty in everything, and I'm into aesthetics. I recently started aquascaping a new aquarium with lush plants and driftwood. Poop ruins it for me, of course. I don't like seeing it up close. But... (laughs) Oh no, there's a but? Is that B-U-T or B-U-T-T? Either way, I'm concerned. But... Over time, you can appreciate the godly gift of the human body and how natural poop is. Am I going to have to assemble a Distorted View away team to scout out scat message boards for Mead? I'm just going to dabble in it. I can totally picture how Mead's scat fetish is going to start. I was getting ready to film a new YouTube video where I take a big fat shit on a picture of Ulysses S. Grant. I've never pooped anywhere except inside of a toilet bowl. As that stinky brown snake was coiling out of my rectum, I got a real strong whiff. You know, I think when you poop in a toilet bowl, there's water and it sort of dilutes the smell. Well, this was like a punch to the face. I lost my balance and as I placed my hand down to brace myself, it accidentally mashed down right into that pile of shit. Instinctively, I brought my hand up to my face to see the damage. I was mesmerized by the brown smears on my hand. And that's how it starts. I wonder if it tastes as bad as it smells. All right, back to the message board here. What the fuck is me talking about here? Poop ruins it for me, of course. I don't like seeing it up close, but over time you can appreciate the godly gift of the human body and how natural poop is. It has its own purpose and design. I guess, in a way, it can even be visually appealing. (laughs) But seeing it submerged in water makes it look gross on the surface. What do y'all think? Was his account fucking hacked or something? The man is insane! Then, believe it or not, we dive deeper into madness as... Other users accuse Mead of being Jewish because Jewish people apparently like to talk about poop and bowels. That goes on for a while. I think Gecko sums up this entire thread perfectly. This forum is full of material which would be interesting to Freud. 
Indeed. I'm going to mention one more thread that、uh, Mead started a few days ago. The title is Is It Ironic That I'm Unusually Good Looking Yet Ugly? He's, he's obsessed with his looks. He wants validation. I have no idea why he's turning to a European cultural community message board to get that validation because it ain't coming. Mead says,、uh, I feel I'm both ugly and beautiful. Maybe it's because I have such beautiful eyes. My face is oddly shaped. I'm weirdly good looking but ugly. Is this a thing? Maybe it's because I'm so interesting looking and attractive but odd looking. I look like Pepe the Frog. Hey, Mead, you said it, not me. But do y'all think? The first comment is、uh, look, I'm just ugly, ugly, and you don't see me making posts about my looks. Come on, I thought we were past this. Italicus chimed in with,、uh, You're as pretty as my hairy balls. James Bond 007 told Mead,、uh, Today I did not participate in faggotry or feminization of myself as a man by pontificating about my looks. Then he went on to say he was、uh, drinking beer, went hiking, started a fire, manly shit. Mead replied, Have you reproduced children? Do you have a wife and family? That is what's true success. And、uh, in probably the greatest comeback, someone replied to Mead's comment with, Lol, have you? No, of course not. He hasn't reproduced, he has never had sex. I don't think he's ever kissed a woman. Mead says,、uh, in my opinion, you're not truly successful without a wife and family and producing more white, in all caps, white children. Later in the thread, Mead says, The Lord bless me with milky white skin. Milky, milky. I could read this all day. The foreigner says, You have an average face, but you're a fat ass, and that is your real problem. Mead replied with, No, my face is cute. The thread ends with someone photoshopping, <laughs> photoshopping Mead's face on a manatee. Okay, that's enough. You know, I'm one of、uh, Mead's very few patrons, and he has promised some new videos coming next week. So I look forward to sharing more Mead content with you. Moving on now. It's been a while since I called the,、uh, the free party line, and I wonder, you know, Vlad calls all the time. He leaves messages where he pretends to be a, a girl, and I was wondering, you know, do I still have what it takes? To come, ac- come across as a convincing woman. Vlad is so good at it. I sound like this. I mean, no disrespect to the trans community, but I sound like a trans person. I've always said, though, thanks to the shitty quality of telephony in general, I'm still able to convince people on the other end that I'm a woman. And sure enough, I called today. No one questioned my voice. Everyone believed it. Everyone wanted to fuck me. Gotta be honest, it was a real self esteem booster in a weird way. I am pretty. Boys do like me. The other thing that I've、uh, always noticed、uh, about the party line is that、um, pedophiles love the service. They're always looking to have some sort of like fantasy role play about、uh, daddies and little girls, or they just want you to tell stories about your own children or something. Like it's all very weird and probably illegal. Here's a typical message left by someone looking to chat. Here's the next caller on the chat line. This is Ray from the 559. 15 and a half inch long cock. Four and a half inches fat. Looking for my perverted daughter, student, mommy, any taboo role play. Stroking my fucking cock. Blowing big clouds of Chris. 
need to fucking get my nut. Females only. So he's a crystal meth addict looking to swap pedo stories. Oh, and of course he has a giant cock. Everyone on the service has like an over 10 inch penis. They don't even try to make it believable anymore. Yeah, I got a a 13 and a half inch penis. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like I said, it's been a while since I've called the party line. And guess what? My phone number has been blocked by the service. They're on to me. They are not fans of Distorted View Daily. Next, I tried just using my uh, my regular phone, you know, like my personal cell phone. But apparently my cell provider wants to charge me per minute to call this particular line. Like they know it's a, a sex chat line and they want a piece of the action. Finally, I turned to Google Voice. I put some money onto my account or whatever so I could call. Then come to find out the free party line has instituted a 10 minute limit. It's very difficult to find a creep worthy of being featured on DV and then, you know, entrapping them all in 10 minutes. I don't know how Vlad does it. It's very distracting to, to keep looking at the time and you're just thinking, I'm going to be disconnected. I got to get these guys off. That's what I'm here to do. That's my purpose in life. I'm just a hole to be filled. Someone please just use me like the slut I am. Come before my 10 minute limit is up. I mean, you can call back into the party line after that, but it's such a fucking pain. You have to go through the whole procedure again. It's like five minutes of instructions and ads and setting up your personal little greeting. Anyway, here is the first gentleman I talked to. I was just hoping that I, you know, sounded convincing. What do you want to do to me? You want to fuck your mouth. Okay. You have me on your hands and knees sucking my cock. How big are you? Nine inches, nice and thick. You're going to make me choke. That's the idea. You want to face fuck me? Face fuck your hot pussy. Yeah? You want me to get your dick all wet? Yeah. Licking suck up and down the shaft. Yeah, I'm licking the phone right now. Pretending it's your dick. Like that? Like lick the head of your dick. Start to choke on it. Yeah. Yeah, like this. Uh, I ate some bad fish. Asshole. Doesn't like my blowjob skills. Did I lose him before or after I started vomiting up the bad fish I had earlier today? I think he was done with me before that. After the third time I was hung up on by the free party line because I exceeded my time, I really just stopped getting creative with my personal greeting. In just a moment, you'll record a brief public outgoing message that all the other callers will hear. At the tone, start speaking. When done, hit the pound key so I can play it back to you for your approval. Highly woman tits fuck me. Highly woman tits fuck me. By the way, that message was enough for guys. Excuse me, here's a message from someone who wants to talk to you live, one-on-one. That's pretty basic, so let's talk. Yeah, he found my greeting basic, yet intriguing. There's a lesson for you ladies, don't overthink these things. Pretty much the guy just has to hear your voice, he'll immediately want to talk dirty to you. Honestly, I wouldn't waste your time even speaking in complete sentences. Woman, hair, eyes, call me. Your box will be flooded with date invitations. Anyway, I did not talk to that guy. He seemed a little too needy. 
Besides, I found someone that was much more alluring. Excuse me, here's a message from someone who wants to talk to you live, one-on-one. Oh, yeah, how are you? I have never had phone sex with someone who was in the middle of a stroke. I could not pass by the opportunity. Say hello. Hi, baby. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? Good. You sound, pause, unique. Yes, you want to see my sissy? You're a sissy? Why don't you tell me about yourself? I am 5'11". I'm skinny. What about that cock of yours? Tell me about your cock. My pinky is about seven inches. Yeah. Are you white or like what's your? You have like an accent or something. I'm white. I'm white. Okay. Um. So I guess we're gonna have to dig deeper here to get to the bottom of this. White. Yeah, you're white. Um. How tall are you? You're midget. I'm five eleven. Okay, you're not a midget. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. What do you want me to do to you, baby? I wanna, I wanna, you want to fuck me? Yeah, sure. Quackle. Quackle. Oh. Quackle. I'm sucking your dick. Quackle, quackle. Oh, yeah. It's so big. I'm quackling it. Quackle, yeah. quackle. Oh, yeah. How big is your dick? Seven inches. I love mediocrity. Yes. Yeah, a phone sex seven is actually a five. But that's okay. I'll suck it. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm really getting you off good, aren't I? Oh, yes. Oh, oh. Oh. You okay? You... Yeah, how about you? Okay, you need to calm down. We... Tell me about you. We just got started. I don't need you to nut quite yet. Tell me about yourself. Tell you, tell you about... Um, yeah, I'm 700 pounds, three, four, oh. golden blue hair. You know what? I can say anything here, right? It doesn't really matter. Are you, like, constantly falling downstairs or something? What the hell? I... You all right? I'm all right. Are you all right? That's all. I'm concerned about you. Oh, yes. Come on, you. Again, I feel like I can say anything here and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm not going to play the whole call here because, again, it, it does seem like he was not understanding and he didn't really seem to care. He was just happy to have a woman on the line. I don't know if he had like a speech impediment or a cleft palate or something, but it must have went deeper than that because I literally started talking about a fantasy where I was like cutting off his penis and cooking him and he was just like, yeah, yeah, good. Sound good. What? Yeah. Do you want me to eat your butthole? Like stick my tongue in your butthole? Oh, yeah. Yes, of course. Okay. You want me to take um like a knife and then just sort of like slide it in? Yeah. Yeah, just like a nut, just knife it. Like like um fillet your dick. Oh. Yeah. For what for what is it in my dick? Yeah, fillet it, like slice <laughs> it and 
cook it you're, up. You want to like you know, you you're like a cannibal. It? Yeah, like I'm a cannibal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna put you in a pan, cook you, um, murder your you and everyone you love, and um, really just drain your bank account or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. It's nice to know I've still got it. And, you know, uh, going back to the party line and messing around with it really does kind of make me appreciate what Vlad goes through to to produce such fine calls talking to those idiots over there. It's a lot of work. So thank you very much, Vlad, for all you do. I've got a couple more short clips before we get into the news. It looks like the BLM boogeyman is back. People lose their minds when it comes to Black Lives Matter. The clip I have for you is from a local school board meeting where a resident has uncovered some very unsettling information. Apparently, one of the administrators is emailing from a Black Lives Matter domain name. First of all, I am surprised Black Lives Matter is that organized. Like, everyone gets a BLM email address. How nice. Second of all, the only time I hear about Black Lives Matter anymore is from people who are afraid or angry about Black Lives Matter. I don't think the the organization, if it is an organization, a group of people, loose organization, whatever BLM is, I don't think they're doing anything right now, really. I guess they're just waiting patiently for the next black dude to get killed by a cop. Then they can begin to organize the looting at various targets across the United States or whatever BLM does. That racist? Just joking. It's just a joke. I know BLM doesn't organize that type of stuff. Uh, all right, so here we go. Uh, this is the school board meeting. Someone is commenting about uh, an administrator's email address. And when I emailed the executive committee of CABE, I noticed the email address for one of them, Mr. Donald Harris, was dharris at blmfld.com. I don't want to jump to conclusions. Maybe he's affiliated with the Florida Bureau of Land Management. I don't know. But it seems to me like he's a member of Black Lives Matter. Yeah, something fishy's going on here. <laughs> like, I don't want to jump to conclusions. But I saw three letters put together in an email address, so I'm pretty sure he's a member of Black Lives Matter. Like the very definition of jumping to a conclusion. So, based on that. I think we have all the evidence we need. Nancy Drew here has completed her investigation. To me, like he's a member of Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So, based on that. Now let's hear from the uh, the board member. Uh, a couple of things um, t- to address one of the comments. Um, the BLM um, FLD is uh, Bloomfield Public Schools. Um, so, so there's that. Oh, that's right. We're in Bloomfield. I forgot about that. All right. Finally, it's been a while since we featured any fake mental disorder videos. We've played plenty of people who said they had multiple personalities. They're all faking. It's a very rare condition, but just about every teenager on TikTok apparently has it, according to them. The big fat phony faker I have for you today not only has multiple personalities, but she can instantly switch between them. And when I say instantly, I mean, she she can have a conversation with herself. I don't know. How do we switch so quickly? Oh, we almost glitched. Yeah, I felt that. Can we do the weird thing? Well, how do we do the weird thing? You know, where we just like bug the voice out. 
You want to like just do the vocal parts? Yeah. So doing a full body, can we just bug the vocal? I don't know what the hell she's necessarily talking about here. The reason why I'm playing her is because someone replied to her video. Someone that ha- has uh, actual experience with DID. Take a listen. Um, let's stop doing this. So I used to work with uh, mild to moderate special education, special needs children, and uh, one of the seventh grade girls had DID, dissociative identity disorder, and uh, it's not fun, like, at all. When this girl switched, um, sometimes it took a very long time. It could take, like, two, three hours, and she would just be like in a trance almost and that's how we knew it was happening so we just kind of like left her alone made sure she was okay other times it was like pretty quickly within a couple of minutes but it was never ever just a full-on conversation dueling banjos with herself like hey maria hey joe how's it going pretty good and she didn't think to to turn on tiktok and start recording and add a fun filter and all that shit too this was always very traumatic for her and the disorder itself is rooted in and typically triggered by trauma so when she would switch she was often embarrassed really confused she was tired sometimes and seeing this person essentially treating this uh, disorder as like an open mic night and like doing songs, duetting yourself on guitar is it's making a mockery of the disorder. If you if you actually have DID or you know somebody with DID, I don't have to tell you, it's not a party trick. You don't gather around the table and watch <laughs> Grandma Joyce turn into like Marjorie and Norma and like have a conversation with themselves. I mean, this is all shit we knew instinctively, right? But it's great to hear from someone who who has experience with, uh, you know, dealing with people with DID. Just for fun. Calling out uh, these tiktards for their bullshit. It's, it's, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work like that. The reason I'm making this video is there's a lot of young, impressionable people on this app who see these kinds of videos. Every single last one of them now thinks they have a mental disorder because it's cool and fun. This is kind of cool. I think I might have this. And it's extremely rare, one. If, two, if you think that you have this disorder, please go talk to a professional. Um, And that reminds me of a post I just saw. This is also a a new disorder trend alert. Apparently, kids now, you know, they like the mental disorders. They have multiple personalities and stuff. But the big trend for 2022 is going to be physical disorders. Kids want to be seen in wheelchairs and limping on canes. I guarantee you, in the next few months, that's all you're going to see on TikTok. Being crippled is the new hotness for for 2022. Uh, Here's a post. Worst ever doctor appointment. He said that he won't even test me for POTS or EDS. He said that they are the new fashionable diagnosis and I shouldn't be trying to collect conditions because it's trendy. I had to look up what the fuck EDS is. It stands for something like Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. It's basically a genetic disorder that affects uh, connective tissue in your body. People who fake illnesses uh, on TikTok love this because, again, they get uh, they would they would get to use a cane or a wheelchair. Anyway, the rest of the post says uh, he blames pot symptoms on hormones and said, "I'm lucky, I'm flexible, and I should just try gymnastics." Yeah, get off your lazy ass! I hate my life. No one takes me seriously. That's okay. You can just diagnose yourself. Buy a cane. They've got them available at like Walgreens and stuff. What all the other kids on TikTok are doing. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now.
member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Become a true and honorable freak today. And when you do, you will gain access to all of the exclusive shows we've been doing. Typically, uh, we do exclusive programs two times a week just for Sideshow Freaks. I want to say thanks to all of our new Sideshow members signing up on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcast. If you don't want to deal with, uh, you know, podcast apps and RSS feeds usernames and passwords you just want sideshow exclusive content fast and easy those are the two ways to do it if you use spotify you can sign up right in the app same with apple podcast again very simple uh if you need more information on like how you think you should sign up what are the options go to distortedview.com i wrote a little article with all the different ways to get sideshow content the pros and cons you really don't have to overthink it uh, and read the article, but should you want more information, check it out, distortedview.com. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, you know the little M&M characters that appear in commercials? They're basically talking M&M candies. Well, they're being redesigned for a, quote, more dynamic, progressive world. I don't know what the hell that means. Are we going to have a trans M&M? Do we need a trans M&M? I don't like to think about gender while I'm eating M&Ms. Am I eating a boy M&M, a girl M&M? M&M's iconic characters, each with their own color and own personality, have gotten a modern makeover for a more dynamic, progressive world, Mars said on Thursday. The redesign is focused on creating a sense of belonging and community. Is this something anyone really cares about? Their sole purpose is to sell candy. That's why the Eminem characters exist. I don't give a fuck what their gender is, what their personality is like. What fucking candy company is like? It's important for children to see themselves in our anthropomorphic candy. <laughs> I'm hoping that Eminems will start printing the preferred pronoun on each of the candy pieces. So, you know, we don't accidentally commit a microaggression. I would hate to misgender the blue Eminem. Call him uh, he when he prefers they. Likewise, I feel like maybe we should um, know all of their ethnic backgrounds. There's a yellow Eminem. No, he cannot be Chinese. A red Eminem, a brown Eminem. This is all a potential social minefield. Actually, according to Mars, you know, the maker of M&M's, uh, they're going to be spotlighting the characters' personalities rather than their gender. The most notable change include the green M&M's redesign, so she's not as sexy anymore. She used to be the, the slutty M&M, uh, which will exchange the white-heeled go-go boots she was given in 1997 for cool, laid-back sneakers to reflect her effortless confidence. Mars apparently received criticism for the green M&M's sexy characterization, <laughs> which is an insane sentence to read. The green M&M will also be better represented to reflect confidence and empowerment as a strong female and known for much more than her boots. I feel like this is a good indication that the pandemic is pretty much over. Companies are just back to their bullshit. The green M&M and the brown M&M will have a more friendly relationship, showcasing a force supporting women. The two characters' dynamic will have them together throwing shine, not shade, the company said. I'm going to be sick. The two characters have sometimes been at odds in advertisements, but they've also been seen as friends. Oh my God, who cares? Mars also added that the brown M&M's heels will be lowered to a professional heel height. Oh, thank God. 
my boycott of M&M's is finally over now that they lowered the heel height of the brown M&M's shoe. The orange M&M, who has an anxious personality, will embrace his true self, worries and all. But the orange M&M's shoelaces will now be tied to represent his cautious nature. The red M&M, who has uh, shown bully tendencies in the past, will be more kind to his co-characters. Eminem, oh my god, will also include imagery of M&M's of all shapes and sizes. First of all, M&M's themselves, they're round. They're, you know, they're not skinny to begin. It's the, the characters are designed to look like the candy. So why would you then make Eminem characters that don't look like the fucking candy? All shapes and sizes. Moving away from only one body size, and it will remove the prefixes from the characters' names in order to focus on their personalities rather than their gender. All right, great, thank you, uh, Eminem. This, you know, no one was asking for this aside from you know crazy people. I better see some LGBT representation ASAP. I want to see two male Ms making out. Sixty-nine. I want to see some cock sucking between these two Ms. Otherwise, it's a hate crime. Give me that sweet and sticky Eminem gay porn. All right, second story we have for you. Did you A dead Chilean footballer is being celebrated the world over after his former teammates arranged for him to score one last goal. Was this a weekend at Bernie's situation where they like dragging the corpse on the soccer field? No, not quite close. They dragged his coffin onto the soccer field. Yes, they arranged for him to score a goal from his coffin as a farewell tribute to his striking prowess. I mean, it's kind of sweet. It's weird. A little creepy. It's all those things. Jamie uh, Eskandar died in the final days of 2021, but his friends with Chilean side, uh, whatever soccer team that was, wanted to celebrate the life of the goal scoring forward. They positioned his coffin in the six-yard box, and a teammate kicked the ball onto the coffin so it would rebound into the goal. Dozens of onlookers cheered enthusiastically as the ball hit the net. Take a look at the chapter artwork right now or the featured image over there at uh, distortedview.com or superfreaksideshow.com. You can see the coffin on the field. Was the dead body in the coffin or was it just, you know, an empty coffin there to represent him? Some people let off fireworks while friends uh, dressed in his uh, signature green shirt. I guess that's the jersey or whatever. They knelt and hugged the coffin draped with the team's colors. Although little was known about the man, the video filmed on January 3rd in the outskirts of Santiago quickly went viral with sites across Latin America highlighting the passion and devotion shown by fans. He brought us together, said someone named Felipe, uh, who filmed the happy scene. What he leaves us is that unity. We didn't think the video would get shared all around the world because he was just an ordinary guy. A very different goal, one that was celebrated with pity and tears. Statement from the soccer club uh, in a Facebook post. Uh, they added that the center forward celebrated from heaven with all of his soul. Your legacy will never be forgotten. Guys, when I die, I need you to prop up my body, you know, right in front of a microphone. We're going to record a posthumous podcast. Someone who sounds like me is going to have to do like a little ventriloquism act. I want you to move my dead, lifeless mouth up and down, tell a crass joke, or just just something really offensive. Let's really go after the Jews or something. What the hell will I care at that point? I'll be dead. 
really try to get me canceled. Uh, so that's the plan when I die. Could be at any moment. So stand by, freaks. Final story we have for you today. It's another story where an old person loses his life savings because he doesn't understand technology and scams. One of my favorite types of news stories. Let's laugh at the near dead. <laughs> an Ontario, Canada man says he will probably have to sell his house now after being scammed out of about $106,000. That was my retirement money. I'm on a very fixed income. Sylvester, who did not want to provide his surname. Oh, now he's being smart about this shit. Up until last week, he was pretty willy-nilly with his name, social security number, bank account information. I guess maybe he did learn something. Yeah, Sylvester, who did not want to provide his surname, said he is devastated and left completely lost after realizing he had been conned out of his savings. I just met this girl online and I started to talk to her. Old man thinking with his dick. It'll get you in trouble no matter how old you are. Young or old, we've all been there. All right. Uh, yes, I met this girl online and I tried to, and I was talking to her, you know, uh, and she said she's making money in cryptocurrencies and said I could make money too. Well, that all sounded good to old Sylvester, so he wrote a blank fucking check. Meanwhile, you know he doesn't have a fucking clue what cryptocurrency is. None of us do, but an old person, uh, you know, especially. Are they like wooden nickels? Yes, old man, they're wooden fucking nickels. Sylvester said in October 2021, he was on a Facebook dating website. Man, he's an easy mark. Uh, when he met the woman who claimed to be named Joanna and said she was visiting Canada from Korea. She even told you she was foreign? I get messages all the time from uh, women, quote unquote, who are like, Hi, you seem really cute. And I'm like, where are you from? And, and she's like, Maine. But then you click on the profile and it's all in jib-jab language. And it says she works in like Bangladesh, you know, somewhere in cow fucking India. She's got like four friends. They're all foreign. You know, it's, it's just so fucking obvious. Well, obvious to most people, not the elderly. So, yes, uh, this guy was bamboozled by Joanna, which is a very Korean name. After only a week of chatting online, she suggested that they invest in cryptocurrencies together since they were pretty much dating now. Sylvester started with $500, but later invested thousands more. In total, he made about 22 transactions, taking loans from the bank and a line of credit. At one time, he transferred uh, $24,000 in funds. He said he believed the woman he met online was also investing at the same time as him and putting in equal amounts. He's just completely a moron. Sylvester said at one time he even did a Zoom chat with the woman, so it was all seeming legit. All right. Uh, the woman also sent him printouts showing that his investment uh, was rapidly going up. However, when he tried to take his money out in December, he couldn't. Peculiar. That's when he said he realized he had been scammed out of $106,000. I'm retired. That was my retirement money I saved. Now my heart is crying. Aw. Canadians like Sylvester lost more than $70 million in 2021 due to investment fraud and another $40 million to romance scams. Now criminals are combining the two types of fraud, adding a twist to dating scams that some are calling crypto-rom. CTV News in Toronto spoke to a woman who lost $80,000 in a crypto scam after connecting with a man on a dating website. The 
these criminals should just um, convince old people to buy an NFT from them. You know, like a shitty JPEG graphic that they made in Windows Paint. That way these people can still get the money and it won't technically be illegal. The old farts are getting a little cloud picture made in Windows Paint as an NFT. Could be worth something someday. Sylvester is devastated after being caught in the scam and he's worried he will lose his home. I'm lost. My mind is not working properly. I can't think. I can't do anything. I borrowed money from my friends. I borrowed money from all the banks. I have to sell my house, probably. Do they have reverse mortgages up there in Canada? You should look into that. Contact Tom Selleck. Moving from one scam to another. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show, yada yada yada. Don't forget we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Yes, caller, go right ahead. Hey cat lady. Fuck you. Right, another fan of Love Lady Cat Lady checking in. That was uh, short and not so sweet. I have left many a very awful story on this voicemail through many a year, and this is probably the worst, and this is my third time recording it cool. because I keep on sharing too much fucking detail. So I'm just going to keep it simple. Um, I hate urinating on people while trying to maintain an erection. It's fucking terrible. Well, how does that happen a lot to you? Are you in that position? And about six months ago, I, ended I have up never once had to pee on someone while erect. Finding this fucking girl who I've known or not erect. I've never had to pee on anyone for a very long time and was part of another dis- disgusting story that I told many a time ago. Um, she wanted me to urinate into her gaping fucking asshole. Cool. And I complied and consented and it hurt because I was erect. But that doesn't matter because what does matter is that we ended up going into her living room and the TV was on and she was bent over on the couch. Her face was pressed into the wall behind the couch. And I, you know, continued to transition between ass fucking her and vaginally fucking her. Sure. And I just could not continue because my dick was killing me after fucking pissing into her asshole. I did not plan on her continuing to masturbate as I walked away to grab a bottle of water and I turned back and closed the refrigerator door just in time to see her climax squirt my piss all over her hardwood floor (laughs) and then to find the tiniest little enema fucking shit rocket shoot out of her asshole and almost get halfway towards the TV (laughs) on the fucking hardwood floor. Like a champagne cork. And then my penis, which was already sore enough, went from being hard as a brick to suddenly like, like a tortoise that had its shell knocked on. And I still continue to fuck her later on that evening. I'm not going to lie to you. Wow. Quite the story there. I'm sorry you went through that. I don't know why your penis would hurt so much after you pissed in her. I mean, I get it. It's difficult to pee when you have a boner. I just don't know why it continued to, to hurt. Hi, this is a slideshow member, uh, Ray Van Winkle, calling because um, I'm stuck back in like April of 2021 and hearing about people talking about hooking up the hot water to the bidet. Uh, The funny thing is, is like, unless you have a fairly modern house, a lot of the plumbing does not 
have some kind of like circulatory uh, hot water system, which basically means like it's always pumping hot water yeah. through the system so that it's kind of like on demand. So well, that's the problem with the bidet in general. Uh, I think Lord Douche's main gripe is that uh, there's, there's going to be uh, wires, or wires, you know, tubes. Well, anytime you have oh, it's called pipes. Like a bathtub or a sink that needs to warm up as you turn on the hot water because the water in the pipes are cold or cool. Same thing is going to happen with a bidet. So whether you go for the like hot water version or the yeah. cold water version or whatever, unless you have one of those fancy plumbing systems in a more... Pretty sure Joey just got a bidet. He set up his bidet before I uh, I, I set up mine. I, I have mine. It's right there. I, I look at that damn box every day when I go into the bathroom. Really have to set that thing up. Hey, Jimmy Boo. This is your old pal, Thelonious Fingers. Not the N-word like you thought last time I called. Oh, <laughs> silly finger. Jim. Anyway, I just wanted to say that you have gotten soft in your old age on these voicemail callers uh, like Edge Lord Trash and fucking Unicorn Hamster. I think and I need to be me- more mean to them. Little Lady Cat fucking lady. Um, rambling stories that are not DV worthy or DV related. And they go on and fucking on and fucking on and fucking on because they love to hear themselves talk. Tim. Train wreck these motherfuckers. I'm gonna have to whip out the train wreck sound effect more often. Please, okay. Please. No mercy in 2022. Better keep those voicemails tight this year, or there will be hell to pay. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. Have me on your hands and knees. Spread the distortion, STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I will see you back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.